Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet e-l-e everybody love everybody this is your home no judgment zone welcome to medicine ball i appreciate you this week's episode season three episode 16 true lies yeah yeah let's go let's go let's go let's get right into this week's episode real quick announcements we still running up our social media medicine ball ls in the number three medicine ball ls in the number three follow me like subscribe share uh share this podcast with your friends subscribe to it so you get your notifications and all that good stuff really quick i got a meeting with uh my distributor of my merchandise tomorrow i will be getting back to y'all the demand is so high and i appreciate y'all being patient with me man i've been trying to get it work out make sure we get quality work i also want to kind of make sure i'm working with the same people so uh when people ask me well does it i can big them up um XOD experience on demand. If you have a smart TV, man, go to your TV app. So, like me, I got a little Roku. Go to your TV apps, go type it XOD experience on demand and download it. Because, ladies and gentlemen, that's where the Medicine Ball podcast video version will be appearing here. Uh, guys, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, man. The, the, the goal is to launch it tomorrow, but um. It has been very tedious trying to do this video editing myself. Anybody who knows anything about video editing and graphic animations, look, I already know all these new terms and everything. That joint is tedious, man. Big up. So when you're on YouTube or anything or any TV show where you just, the stuff we take uh, for granted, like seeing somebody's social media pop up or their website pop up or a smooth transition, bro, big ups to those guys. They actually go through a lot to make that happen so that is the goal but i have a meeting with some people tomorrow um as well in reference to that to see if uh i could get a little team to help me out so that i'm not overworking and overwhelming myself guys it's been tedious 
On top of that, um, transition for the website. So those of you guys who have been listening but follow me with the website and everything. And again, I'm making sure that I try to do everything the correct way, the business way. But um, that in itself, I own my domain, uh, you know, www.medicineballls3.com. But in order to transfer it or upgrade it, so I'm trying to switch from who I'm using to something that's a little bit more, you know, serious, which comes with better graphics and whatnot. But it's some tedious stuff behind that that goes with transferring your domain name. So I'm working through that. I think that where I'm at right now, my website, what I'm using, um, which is MailChimp, you know, they have it and they're offering it. They had to deal with the domain. Like, I think that I'm at a point now where I have, like, maxed out all the little features that they have. So I'm thinking about moving it. Y'all let me know. I'm thinking about moving it to, like, you know, maybe a WordPress or even uh, a Squarespace or something like that. So that's coming up. And uh, I told y'all about the announcement. Of course, uh, XOD is who I am running with primarily so this stuff will be available on youtube but i'm getting a few more details because i'm pretty sure i'm gonna have to go ahead and release it there first and then release some of the other stuff on youtube on the back end but y'all can go ahead and uh you know go follow my youtube channel man it's coming the stuff is coming it's medicine ball ls3 yo go follow that joint i promise you won't be um disappointing let's get into it Season 3, episode 16. And remember, we're in the leadership series. This is the Leader in You leadership series. So uh, a lot of the topics that we're talking about are relations are in relationship to being uh, an efficient and effective leader. Let's get into it. True lies, man, or self-deception. Um, I remember the movie uh, and the video game really more so. I think it was Super Nintendo. I'm showing my age, but... Uh, I believe in that movie, it was a situation where he was an undercover agent or something like that, and he couldn't tell his wife, and then she ended up getting sucked up into whatever he had going on, and they came across each other, and, you know, the idea is, I couldn't tell you this, it would put you in danger, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know me, in my journal, that came to mind. So, uh, thinking about leadership, and this is something I come across in all aspects of leadership, sooner or later, there's going to have to be a discussion, especially if you're trying to be an effective and efficient leader who gets the best version of somebody out of themselves, there's going to have to be an accountability discussion. So, I kind of came up with this idea because accountability discussions, whether you're a basketball coach or just a life coach or a leader or somebody who people turn to for advice, accountability is um, majority of the time, a difficult discussion to have. It's a difficult thing to get people to look at and to accept. Now, me being who I am, I can just go from my experiences. And I say this all the time, like, you know, like what justifies me to say what, you know, what people, well, I don't know how it is for others, but I know for me, I'm so honest and so aware and really so hard on my own weaknesses and the things that I lack and the things that I'm not good at. It is almost like a mutant power to see those things in other people. Like, I don't look for it, but it just be, like, glaring. So I always talk about, you know, my gift from God, and people just, like, I hear this all the time. Like, God just placed it on me to talk to you. And I took it for granted before I started walking further with spirituality, but it's just, like, I know what my gifts are. So all of that to say, when people are telling me this stuff, it's real easy for me to kind of look at them and be like immediately. And I've learned to be quiet, but I know what the issue be immediately. Right. So 
the thing about accountability is a lot of times people choose to not be accountable because they're, you know, embarrassed or they may be trying to cope with something or it is very, very possible and very, very likely that they may be struggling with two separate beliefs in their head. And so, you know, that leads to a lot of dishonesty in those accountability situations and things that you know, and I talked about this. I've I've been in those situations where it's a group of people and somebody's lying about something. And it's obvious to everybody, including the person who's telling a lie, that it's a lie. And not only that, everybody knows it's a lie and they just can't still, you know what I mean? They're just sitting there still going with it, which in a way is admirable. But um, the thing about that when it comes to people telling lies or believing in their BS, as we would say, is... And I can't remember where I heard this, what movie I was watching, but the guy on it said, it doesn't matter what the truth is. As long as that person believes it, it's a credible threat. So if you're dealing with somebody who I don't know is late every day and they got a million excuses about it, or they're in a situation where they're like, well, this happened and this happened and this happened. You got to get to a point where you realize like, yo, they believe it. And even though it's BS, just the fact that they believe it is credible. It's credible, right? So uh, that's going to go straight into uh, something that I believe is the reason that, and again, we're going to turn this back on ourselves as leader, but this is a reason why I think a lot of self-deception or quote unquote true lies happen comes or stems from a false or the way that we operate our reward system. So let me give you an example, man. I talk about this all the time. For instance, it's Friday right now. Right. I want to watch the basketball game. You know what I mean? Friday is my cheat day on food, man. I got a pizza downstairs. I want to go eat the pizza. But I know that this podcast is something that's important to me. I take it as a business. I got an LLC and there's people who depending on it every day. So instead, I'm still going to eat my pizza. I'm still going to watch whatever I can of the basketball game. But it's just like I'm going to make sure I do this first and I'm going to let that be my reward. Right. Or say, for instance, I'm just tired or I just want to lay around and play the video game or something. Right. I might do something like, yo, I'm going to go downstairs and make sure I clean the kitchen and all of the dishes. Then I might come up here and play the game until halftime. Then I might go down there and make my smoothie and then I'm going to come up here and finish the game. And the reason that I do things like that is because I understand in this world where you can get almost anything you want whenever you want it, man, that builds a sense of entitlement based off of us falsely rewarding ourselves. So if you're somebody who just like, yo, I feel like relaxing, I'm going to relax. Hey, yo, I feel like I want this. I'm going to go get it. I'm not going to wait an additional check to get it. I'm going to get it and just deal with it later. Or, hey, I want to go about this or go on this vacation, even though I got some responsibilities. F it. I'm going to just go on this vacation. When we do that to ourselves, it could be something as simple as pressing the snooze button too much. And I know it sounds crazy, but just something, something like that, it rewards your body. And what happens is when you constantly reward your body and what's even worse is these situations and not even your body, but yourself, but these situations where we reward ourselves, right? And situations where we probably should have been punished. Those be the worst or those situations where we took a shortcut and still ended out maybe coming up on top. Those situations be the worst because what these uh, rewarding yourself does all the time, right, is it builds this entitlement. And when you get into this entitlement, it's a form of self-deception. 
It's a true lie because you start to believe not only that you should gain certain things or that certain situations should play out in your way or that certain things should work out in your way. Not only do you do that, you start to also get a false sense of um belief in your capabilities. And I think I talked about this on a previous episode about your dreams, man. When you get to a certain age and, and, and you know, you only have so much that you're skilled at and you only have so much school that you've taken and you've only been in this particular area or field for so long, like it's unreasonable, especially without hard work, because that's what this is about. These true lies and this entitlement and this uh, false rewarding of ourselves, man, it's about getting a victory without having to put in any work or effort for it. So now we start thinking that like, you know, at 36 with no college degree, you know, you've been maybe cutting hair your whole life. You haven't learned any additional skills or anything like that. You be starting to think that like, yo, I could just go out and run a successful business. And because you might be entitled or feeling like, yeah, everything else works. I can just go do that. You're going to set yourself up to go out and do something that the numbers Right. Show us that to launch a successful business, man, even if it is successful, you're going to fail a couple of times. So now when you fail because you had that false sense of entitlement and reward and you're not able to keep it honest with yourself. You get in this situation to where you start trying to justify and hang on little bitty truths and things that have a whole bunch of falseness with them. We just hang on that little bitty thing that's true because it makes us feel better about ourselves. It makes us feel like maybe it wasn't our fault if something didn't work out. It makes us seem like maybe it's the other person's fault if they don't see it how, how we view it. So I'm circling this all the way back around. When it comes to leadership, you have to understand when somebody's just honestly, blatantly lying in a situation where it's truthful, there's a couple of reasons for that. And That's what I really want to talk about on this show. As a leader, the first reason should be you and your approach. You and your approach. As a leader, we have to make sure that a lot of things, and there's multiple things that I feel that an effective and efficient leader to have people buy into, you have to do and not just say. So if you want somebody to be honest with not only you, but themselves so that they can become better, you have to be a person who uh, is honest with yourself. And that starts by keeping a check on your entitlement and your rewards. So that's what we're talking about here today, self-deception. And I just want to point out, you know, a couple of things that we could try to do to make sure that we're walking in a way, because what I have found personally is when it comes to my leadership examples, it doesn't really matter what I say, right? I could be saying something that's the truth, something that I've done before, something that's proven. But if the individual or individuals that I'm speaking to hasn't seen that or hasn't experienced in that, it's just talk. It's just talk. Let's take this to sports real quick. So if you watch sports and you're ever in a situation where uh, they get rid of the coach, right? It could be any sport because they always use the same terminology in these situations when they get rid of the coach and it it be in a situation where they have a couple of stars on the team or they did decent, but they can't get over the hump. And then you always hear them start saying stuff like the players just never bought in. They never bought into the system. They never believed in the system. They never committed to the system. And a lot of that is because they don't believe or they haven't bought into the person who's presenting them the system. So somewhere along the line, that person or that coach either did something 
or said something or something happened to where they lost the trust of the people they're trying to lead. And once you do that, from my experience, it's hard to get it back. So I want to get into this, you know, true lies, because, of course, doing these things and being aware of these things will help you be able to identify situations with with people that you're trying to lead and how to best, you know, approach them. Because at the end of the day, as a leader, it may not always. Now, sometimes it is required to let somebody know, like, hey, you're lying and this is why you're lying and it's a bad look. But what I found is most of the times as a leader, you're trying to get that person again to be the best version of themselves and perform in, in whatever situation. And it's hard if somebody doesn't trust you to get them to give you 110 percent. What I found is you get 110 percent as a leader by giving 110 percent. So before we get into these people who might be trying to trick you or deceive you or lying to themselves or you as a leader and trying to figure it out, I want to give you three things that you can do to practice self-honesty and do this stuff. And then when people see that you live what you're trying to talk about or motivate them to do, it's easier to convert. It don't always happen, but it's easier to convert. So here's some ways to practice self-honesty that you should live in your life as a leader because it shows integrity. It shows you being noble. It shows something honorable. And it's just a different type of respect and a different kind of, you know, understanding with somebody like that. They could be older than you or younger than you. If you carry yourself in a certain way, it happens. All right. So let's practice self-honesty and stop the true lies. And number one, there's just three things you can do. Number one. Man, stop ignoring things that aren't working. Stop ignoring the things that aren't working, especially as a leader. As a leader, I think it's real easy for us to tell people things that don't work or what we think may not work or things of that nature. But it starts with yourself. If you're dealing with somebody and the way that you're dealing with them isn't working, what I try to do, I always try a, 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 try to show a willingness to change or be flexible. So, for instance, if it's leading, I don't know, we could just use a job for an example, right? And this is a hypothetical. If you're just being nice to someone all the time, right, and you're just letting them slide on everything and trying to just be understanding, and after a while, it's just not getting no results and things might be getting worse, then it's even worth it to go to the person and be like, listen, I've tried this and it hasn't gotten any results, but when I went about it this way, it got results, so what do you expect me to do? That's what I try to do. Stop turning a blind eye to things that don't work. That's the definition of insanity, honestly, to continue to try to do something that you know is not going to work and you don't, you're not even trying to tweak it a little bit. I'm not saying reinvent the wheel, but man, if you're going at a 98 degree angle and that joint ain't working for like two years, man, at least try 90. Stop ignoring the things that's not working for you, all right? Number two, I always talk about this. And um, I pray about it and I think it's very important because it helps you to understand your capabilities and get realistic. And that's being um, being being humble to interpretations of realities and events, being humble to interpretations of realities and events. Now, let me explain to you guys what that means or what I gather from that or break it down in lamest terms from you, man. If you're doing something or you're in a position that you're not doing too good at and somebody who may be higher than you or on the same level or just more knowledgeable at you come to you and be like, man, you need to stop doing this. This is a bad look. Like, yo, you're doing this in this situation. That's not going to work. 
you have to be humble to your situations and understand that you don't know it all. Somebody standing on the side could just simply have a better point of view at the bare minimum. You have to be humble and understand like me when I jumped in. So let me just talk about work. When I jumped into the leadership role at this particular job, being that it was work from home, man, I I, I took on earlier understanding that I was going to mess up. I was going to make mistakes. I was probably going to get told some things about my style and the way that I handled things that that were hard to swallow and deal with. But I also had to understand that if they're coming from somebody who has my best intentions at heart or somebody who's more skilled or has put more uh, tenure in at that position, I got to humble myself and realize, like, bro, you don't know it all. And even though you do this medicine ball joint, bro, you're not God. You don't know how to deal with every single personality and deal with every single situation. So, yeah, you're going to mess up. And being humble in that way allows you to learn. It allows you to improve, but we can't improve until we first understand that we're going wrong. And this goes back to that entitlement thing, man. It could be something as simple as, you know, doing your chores before you watch that game. If you're not doing that kind of stuff, you're never going to be able to be open to a different way of doing it. And you're going to always think your way is right. So always be humble at the interpretations of what's really going on and what the event is. If you blow a flat tire, man, you can't be mad at the people you work with because you blew a flat tire on your way into work. How? That's not humble, man. If somebody says that to you, you can't get upset at it. Work on being humble at reality and events that we're in. If you messed up, man, you might have to just be like, yo, I messed this up. I'm going to have to take what come with it, but it ain't going to last forever. All right. And number three, and this is probably the most important thing, and this is something that I do early, uh, do often, especially with leadership, where it's easy for people to press your buttons and get on your bad side, and it makes it really easy to retaliate against them. You have to question your intentions. And that's hard, man. It's hard to be like, yo, am I manipulating this situation so that I can be in a better position? Because sometimes that might be the case. But that doesn't mean that you hurt somebody or put somebody else at a disadvantage. You know, if you're in a corporate job, yo, you need people to perform so you can get more money or be more successful. That's just the the, the, the fact of the matter. But are you really trying to help these people become better? Or are you just trying to use them up so you get to your next level? We have to question our intentions often. We have to question our intentions and why we're doing the things we're doing, whether it be good or bad. Heck, it's dangerous because sometimes we could be calling ourselves doing something good for somebody. But is it really good if we're only doing it? For instance, right, let's just use work or something for something uh, or something. Maybe you got somebody who's an awesome performer and you're the boss and they might be a little bit later than somebody who's not a good performer. And you look out for the awesome performer. You got to question your intentions. Because the idea is you're not going to be perfect, but you want to be as consistently pure and reasonable as you can, if for nothing else, so you don't have to continue to cover up a lie and pretend to be something you're not. Question your intentions and question them often. And piggybacking off of that for bonus points, understand if you're doing something for your own gain, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But I think that if you're hurting somebody in the process, it is. All right. Those are three things so we can stop these true lies, especially you leaders out there. 
when you put these things into motion and you just live it and you consistently commit to it, it will show in the way that you act. It will show in the way that you live and the way that you carry yourself so that now when you request something of somebody else, it's not going to sound outlandish because you're not requesting anything of anyone that you don't request of yourself. Let's focus on these truths, lies, stop rewarding ourselves for no reason and be aware of our entitlement. Stop ignoring things that don't work. That's number one. Number two, man, be humble of reality and the events that are happening. Understand you might have messed up or you might not have been as good as you are in that situation and it caused something to go left. You got to face that. Number three, question your intentions. We talked about this and we're going to continue to talk about this in this leadership series, man. When you're going to a leader, you really need to lead from behind and take a perspective of serving of a, of a servant. And I'm going to be honest with you. It sucks. It's hard. It's tedious. But more people will buy into what you have going on and it will make you a more efficient and effective leader. All right. Let's wrap this up. Yo, maybe you're somebody who's going through stuff and you, you know, maybe it's you're it's hard to ignore the things that aren't working for you. Well, hey. I understand, especially with me, who humbly is a leader and people are starting to come to for questions and concerns about life and advice. Maybe all you need is someone to believe in you, man. Not only did I give you another strategy, I fully believe in you. And I want you to understand that I promise you past your adversity. I mean, it never fails on the other side of your adversity or your hardest challenge is always a leveling up and some things that are great for you that you possibly couldn't even imagine for yourself, all right? So keep pushing forward. Don't quit. Be willing to try something else. You got this. Keep your head up. Yo, yo, season three, episode 16, True Lies. Let's not deceive ourselves. And when it comes to leadership, let's act in the way that we want people to follow us, to adopt, all right? Until next week where we continue this leadership series, this has been your boy LS3. Y'all stay up. Man, keep your head up. I love y'all. I'll get with y'all next week. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.